0: What are we doing? Okay, recording I'm a ready? podcast. Ready? Yeah, <laughs> we're talking. We're gonna talk. About <laughs> we're talking our, <laughs> your favorite characters.
1: <laughs> I don't. Lo- I don't mind Obi Wan.
0: Okay, that's well, true. Dare you? I did. Well, I don't really like Qui Gon either, so I don't know well, why don't- I'm saying this. <laughs> yeah, yeah fuck cool <laughs> up. <laughs> the fuck. Anyway, hey, start the episode, guys. Okay, 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 I'm ready. <laughs> Three, two, one. I wish I could put my fist through the whole lousy, beautiful town. Hello, and welcome to episode 24 of Lousy, Beautiful Town, where we like to scream about Star Wars and put our fist through things. I'm one of your hosts, Jess, and I'm joined by the lovely, fabulous Abby. Hello. Hi. Hi. It's been so long. (laughs) I know. What's a Star War? What's going on? I don't fucking care. <laughs> there's, what is, there's like a, a streaming service launching tomorrow that's like not up for download and everyone's freaking out. and
1: Yeah. I don't even know. I'm confused about Disney Plus. I just kind of... It's just going to be like a website,
0: right? I think it's going to... Well, if you have like an Apple TV or like a Roku or something, it's going to be an app, I think. Well, yeah. But if you just want to watch like, on your computer, like... I'm sh- I honestly don't know.
1: <laughs> I haven't looked <laughs> oh, at it because yeah, I just I just went well, it's preview.disneyplus.com but like you can pre-order your membership. Is it cheaper to pre-order? No. Um
0: it's
1: still well, it's still nine. you can sign up for 699 a month or
0: 6999 a year. Oh, nice. nice. <laughs> um okay, then I'll just wait till tomorrow to figure it out. I was going to yeah. If it's not cheap, if there's no promo price, I don't care. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not like they're gonna like not let you give them oh. money. Oh,
1: Charlie just threw up.
0: <laughs> oh, no,
1: <laughs> did you throw up? Oh no, it was like a dry heave. He okay, <laughs> <We're good. laughs> he was like dead asleep, and then all of a sudden was like, <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, I heard it. It's like loud. You okay, Bob?
0: Yeah. Okay. Anyway, there's a Star Wars coming out. Soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So the Mandalorian airs tomorrow. Um, we are recording this on Monday. Tomorrow will be Tuesday. This will come out. I don't know when. Um, so might not be tomorrow. Might be like a couple days ago. If you're listening to this now. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> um, and we haven't recorded since like uh Anthony Bresnican's Vanity Fair articles dropped about. Or, like, his, oh. like, was it just one article? I can't remember. Because um, I was, like, last about week. About Dave Filoni? It was, like, Dave Filoni. And then, he, like, Ming-Na was, like, her character's name was announced. Fennec Shand. Or, oh. or whatever. And I'm not
1: a good Star Wars fan.
0: <laughs> well, I just, like, I, I obviously, like, I'm just obsessed with her. So that's why that sticks out in my mind. I don't know what mm-hmm. else he wrote about because that's all I cared about. Um, But I'm sure it was great. <laughs> Yeah, we have a Star Wars podcast. It's fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like Star Wars news. Um, there's a Star Wars coming out tomorrow, I guess. That's yeah, cool.
0: sure. And I think Resistance has new episodes out or something. Yeah, Resistance which... just dropped a new episode yesterday. Yeah, so there's that which we still have not watched.
1: No, I'm, we'll, I'm we'll get to tired it at some point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Before we hop into our topic, just some personal news. Um, I'm moving um i'm moving out of my parents home and into a townhouse with chris partner of the pod Uh, (laughs) (laughs) and i mean by the time we would record another episode like i'd be in i would have been living there for like a week ish and so hopefully everything will be fine (laughs) and i'll have internet and we don't need to worry about it but just in case like just just give us some grace i i'm scared
0: and small and yeah. and moving <laughs> this is this is your your first like moving into a place with a with a boy mm-hmm. is that correct yeah it's always correct so it's kind of scary yeah and, but me i'm and excited Billy moved in together i was very scared but we were fine you we guys have been together for a long time you know <laughs> yeah. uh, <But> i'm excited <laughs> Um, yeah. But
1: it, even if you do have to wait a little bit, fear not, because you will get two
0: episodes, I think, this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You had Lynn and Danny at your house this weekend, and you guys had I lots did. of adventures. And the wines, <laughs> <laughs> Too much wine. Yeah, also, please. like, in
1: case you're ever drinking with Danny, don't, because they're a pusher. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I feel like I remember this from Celebration, although I'm just as bad of a pusher, so I feel like we were (laughs) both doing that to everybody, so I didn't notice it as much.
1: (laughs) I pulled out some, like, the rest of a soju bottle that I had, and I was like, cool, this is enough for three soju shots for us, and then neither of them wanted, neither Lynn nor Danny wanted to try it, because they're babies. (laughs) Just and so, so then cute. Danny it's like just, rice wine, isn't it? I know. And it's grapefruit flavored. It's nice. Mm-hmm. And so then Danny just poured the entire thing into my glass and I just downed it. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, College Abby. Oh and my god. then I was like, College Abby needs a Pepsi. <laughs> 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 so, that was the start to our night.
0: Awesome. And Perfect. like
1: a bottle and a half of wine later we recorded a podcast. <laughs>
0: What did you guys talk
1: about? Like, uh, well, be, what is this gonna be? about?
0: Like, what's the I theme? <laughs> I think a lot of it was. <laughs> a lot of it
1: was Lynn complaining about rebels. Um, oh, okay,
0: that's, that's fair. I, I will like
1: it then. <laughs> Danny was very wanting to talk about Queen Ami D because oh my god, I have a poster of Padme in my second bedroom slash office space where we were sitting and recording. Um, we talked about Dave Filoni. Mm. <laughs> uh, not a fun not, conversation. Not, <laughs> not pleasantly. Oh, okay, good. Um, and yeah, all I, right. that's all I remember. I don't
0: remember anything else. Are you gonna edit this? Or is-
1: yeah, there's okay. parts I have to edit out
0: okay. because I some kinda...
1: people can't keep their mouths shut. Oh,
0: <laughs> well, it happens to the best of us. Yes oh i'm excited to hear that i'm always excited like when you record without me to like hear <laughs> what <laughs> happened it's like what happened while i wasn't there <laughs> I get what off.
1: happened well mom was gone, <laughs> <laughs> mom was gone.
0: <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah. i would have participated just as much oh yeah, yeah. but yeah uh besides mandalorian and you moving. <laughs> that's all going-, going on <laughs> yeah <laughs> hey it counts yeah so this is the episode that we've been trying to do for like over a month and other stuff keeps coming up like trailers and yeah what the fuck carries you know birthday and i don't even know what else we um i don't I know that's other- kind of it <laughs> maybe
1: <laughs> no i feel like oh no and then else. and then and then you slipped a disc
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah! I hurt my back. Um, no, I feel like we were gonna record this. Where's our episode list? Oh my gosh, this is great content. I just, I just gotta know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we talked. We did a um a Q and A episode. Oh yeah, because we were tired. We were talking about the goose game. <laughs> oh yeah, the <laughs> goose game. What a good game. <laughs> yeah because we were we were being lazy um yeah so this is a long time coming and it came out of like me reading Master and Apprentice and being like Abby you have to read Master and Apprentice because there's lots of shit in there and we got to talk about it because it's kind of making my opinions about Qui-Gon very complicated yes and I think you, you probably feel the same way Mhm. so let's talk about like the new stuff we learned from Master and Apprentice by Claudia Gray um, and then we can talk about the other stuff that okay. <laughs> the other things, and then we'll talk what about what you guys wrote in about how you feel about these people, <sighs> about
1: these fuckboys, these fuckboys.
0: Um. So we know that they were not compatible as master <laughs> and apprentice. <laughs> mm. Like I thought it very interesting that obi-wan was like super rebellious because he's such a rule annoying rule follower in clone wars but also kind of not so i don't know maybe that makes sense um he's he's a bad rule follower but he's like he's like the narc that like tries to get everyone to follow the rules and then whenever no one listens to him he just gives up and goes with everyone
1: (laughs) oh duh because he was a fucking narc in this book
0: too exactly (laughs) (laughs) like obi-wan i know Obi Wan right um but yeah he yoda decided or i don't know if it was yoda or if it was the entire council but they were like he's gonna believe on yoda yeah it's fucking yoda because yoda is a dick in this book and yoda's a dick always okay <laughs> <laughs> okay sorry, sorry. sorry. okay i am don't, don't be sorry i just i don't have anything to say to that because i don't agree <laughs> <laughs> um but, yeah, he was considered really rebellious, and so they put him with the master that was, like, the most rebellious master of everybody, so that Obi-Wan would rebel against that and be, like, a rule follower, which is very clever. Is it? I don't know. I think that's really manipulative, which is yeah. the- not surprising. <laughs> so... <sighs> Everyone's just a pawn in in the Jedi Order. It's very sad. This is Yoda's world and we're just living in it. Yeah, pretty much. So we find out that they don't have great communication. Like Qui-Gon just (laughs) like doesn't know how to teach and like how to like he just like expects Obi-Wan to know things. And Obi when Obi-Wan doesn't do what Qui-Gon thinks he should know how to do, he's like, Oh, I guess I should have taught him that. (laughs) It's like, oh my (laughs) god. (laughs) Yeah. Um, um, and we find out that Qui-Gon gets offered a Jedi Council seat, which, do you remember if there was, like, rationale behind that? Like, why they decided to do that? Because, like, I was under the impression that, I mean, obviously he was not popular with them, but yeah. also, I don't know.
1: Um, I think,
0: so I, don't since now. <laughs> I don't remember.
1: I don't remember. Why do they want Obi- or Qui-Gon? Why does
0: anybody want qui Maybe because um, his differing—oh, I think I remember they, he his differing opinion would bring good balance to the council or something like that. Yeah, or his different They keep thoughts. going back and forth
1: between like, "Yes, we would love Qui Gon's differing opinions," and "No, shut the fuck up, Qui Gon. That's too different." <laughs> so I think that was that had a lot to do with
0: it. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Um, and poor Obi Wan finds about it from someone else from the chancellor i believe yeah Velorum. no was it Velorum at that time no or it was it, oh chancellor the lady Valorum. right yeah i don't remember her Valorum. name
1: uh,
0: <laughs> not a very good book <laughs> review situation we're not really reviewing we're it. not
1: reviewing the book so it doesn't fucking matter the chancellor before Velorum,
0: who yeah. has a name that we can't remember yeah who's the lady so was, i think so... yes whatever so yeah, he's like Qui-Gon like doesn't want to tell him yet because they have communication issues, and he like hasn't made up his mind. And then Obi-Wan hears it from the other Chancellor, who we don't remember their name. Um, and... um
1: Kyrmiss Kaj. Kyrmiss, she's Kaj. a Tegruda. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, because somebody, a Jedi Master, was retiring, and so they offered their seat to Qui-Gon.
0: Ah. Uh. I'm glad you're looking this up, because I, like, don't remember <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of these details. I, I just had Wikipedia open, so. Uh, you know, it's a good thing. Just keep it open, because we'll probably stumble across <laughs> something else that we don't remember.
1: <laughs> Charlie. Oh, no. oh it's
0: okay. <laughs> He is. He's playing in the blanket now. Oh, I thought he was, like, hacking up something No, again. He's, he's rolling around <laughs> in the blanket. Aww. And it's yeah. kind of cute, and I don't want to stop him, so sorry. Yeah, so Obi-Wan, already sensitive that he feels like Qui-Gon doesn't want him around anyway, because he feels like, he feels like he's, like, not an adequate apprentice. And he's, like, older, too. Yeah, he is older. He should be. And so I think he's sensitive about that. And then he... Yeah. I'm yeah, sorry, he...
1: doesn't doesn't Obi-Wan get chosen to be somebody's apprentice like at older than most others
0: do? I think so. Um which why? Is it cuz he was so I... rebellious and in, like a little shit? <laughs> like you should have reread the book before. Right. <laughs> <least> really enough.
1: <laughs> oh, I don't know. Maybe it's on Obi-Wan Wookiee's
0: Obi-Wan's Wookieepedia page. Wow. Obi-pedia. Um, oh, <laughs> but yeah um whatever he just has a lot of insecurities around their relationship mm-hmm. and he just assumes Qui-Gon is trying to get rid of him and he's like really upset and he like doesn't say anything he just like walks out of the room and then Qui-Gon's like ah shit I did it again <laughs> okay so he was taken
1: to the Jedi temple at the age of three is that that's older too old what age they do they give used- these kids? Six months within their birth, uh, within six months of their birth. Jesus
0: fucking Christ. That is yeah. awful. Uh-huh. No wonder all of these people are like maladjusted and like, uh-huh. can't just like take kids away from their parents. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because at three years old, you've already formed a strong attachment to your caregiver
0: and then you rip them away and you give them to Qui-Gon. Who is like the most distant, like? <laughs> you know, like Stop ripping aesthetic. children away from their parents
1: and giving them to Qui Gon Jinn. Two K okay, nineteen.
0: Do we know if if Qui Gon had any other uh, uh, Padawans, or is this his uh, first Padawan? Um, I don't know. Let me look at Qui like, Gon. Oh, okay. 2K. Well, while you look that up, okay. I will. I'll keep going for what we what we found out. So this is like stemming this. Obi-Wan clearly has daddy issues, and all of this kind of stems from Qui-Gon just, like, being kind of an absent parent. <laughs> just, like, a really apathetic parent. Like, Qui-Gon has, there's a line where Qui-Gon's, like, going into a garden, and he's like, oh, I should have just, like, stayed in the garden. <laughs> like, not gotten involved with all this stuff. That's a Uh like, Yeah, Obi-Wan was Qui-Gon's only apprentice. This makes a lot of sense, that why yep. he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Like, no. Nope. Isn't there some kind of training program to, like, make people become masters or they just want them to, like, learn on the fly? Like, this seems really unorganized for being, like, a (laughs) thousand-year-old organization a day in their life. Like, you'd think that, like, an organization that's, like, thousands of years old would have better protocols for things like this. (laughs) Would you take a look at the world, Jess?
1: That's fair. That is fair. (laughs) That's very fair. Okay, I take back. Undisclosed (laughs) wine is making me very sassy.
0: (laughs) I'm like super burpy because I ate kimchi and French fries and I'm drinking beer. So take a Pepsi. Um, So sassy and burpy over here. Um, (laughs) So I put fucking Yoda in here because like he's like super manipulative, and then like the I don't the like a plot of the book is like um qui-gon and obi-wan get sent to this planet that like i don't know what to call him like so they both had dooku as their master so they're like they're like, padawan had a- brothers or something i don't know siblings yeah jedi siblings I don't know. Eh, whatever. They're both. so. So I guess like Qui Gon's like the only person that had a, was able to connect with this guy because he was like super like even weirder than Qui Gon like just a weird dude and so he's like put in charge of like this planet to like help raise this girl and he has all these issues his name is Ra- Rail Rail yeah, Rail whatever I forget his last name. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. And he's yeah. <laughs> thank you fact checker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's in the notes i just like didn't look down far enough there
1: it is. yeah you asked me this at the beginning before we started recording i, know, I, I gave I you it. the name I, and you forgot
0: avril i gotta put that in there because i'm gonna forget again um why do you
1: forget the things i tell you
0: i forget everything i have to have everything written <laughs> down my <laughs> managers hate me because uh, they'll call me and be like hey can you do this and i'm like can you send that to me an email form because i'm gonna forget <laughs> yeah that's <mood. laughs> Um. My brain on depression. So Yoda, like, so Yoda sends them into this situation. Apparently there's, like, industrial, like, uh, slavery going on. Like, Mm -hmm. Rael got this planet, like, like, wrapped up in this situation. He got too emotionally attached to this, like, girl that he's taking care of who's, like, he's grooming to be the leader of the planet. And she goes off on her own fucking, like, secret... Mark <laughs> becomes mm-hmm. like the evil person, <laughs> evil crazy kid,
1: which i did um, not expect.
0: No, i didn't either. I was like, "Holy shit." Um, Claudia Gray with the with the twists and turns. But Yoda's just kind of like I I don't remember if it was Obi-Wan who's like, "Hey, we need to do something about this." Or if it's Qui-Gon. It's Qui-Gon, right? Who's like Hey, we Qui-Gon need to like interfere. Like, yeah, Qui Gon's like we cannot let them have
1: a constitutional monarchy because it's going to give these slavers more powers. Yeah, and and, and Charlie's like... agreeing. Yes, he is. And Come Yoda's on, dude, like, "Dude, you're doing so well. Shut up." <coughs> oh, <ooh. coughs> okay, B R E.
0: Such a noisy boy. Well, I'm going to play with my Tamagotchi while I wait. <laughs> Sorry. No worries. I was um, feeding my Tamagotchi and playing with it.
1: Oh, loot. What were we talking about? <laughs>
0: um, I'm, I have a point oh. about Yoda. I'm trying to get to <laughs> I keep getting distracted because I don't know and, things. Uh,
1: Qui Gon was like, We can't give them a con. Where's my microphone? Oh, it's over here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Why do you sound so far away? Because yeah. <laughs> my microphone was far away. <laughs> <laughs> Qui Gon, Gon's like, no, we can't give them a constitutional monarchy because these corporation slavers are gonna take over everything and it's bad.
0: Yeah, and they're using like, like slavery as essentially pr- like, like an indentured servitude type thing, but it's permanent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, the, the, it's, it's very much so.
1: Uh, s- slaves are good for the economy,
0: kind of thing. Yeah, it's real bad. Um. But yeah, Yoda's just kind of like, well, we can't interfere with these systems. Like, you know, the so-and-so, like, system, like, they do this stuff because it's part of their culture, and we wouldn't, you know, try to interfere with that. So this is just part of their culture. It's like, uh, no, it's not. You suck. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, um, but it definitely, like... I, I fully understand that Claudia Grey is like probably on your side when it comes to Yoda because why else was she right him like <laughs> Yoda was like mm, not my circus not my monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, so he's being a dick and so we find that like Qui-Gon is like super like um not iso- he's not an isolationist Jedi <laughs> like everybody else nope. seems to be on the council. Like he wants to get involved um kind like of like ahsoka is very much like this
1: ahsoka and qui-gon would have gotten along
0: swimmingly oh yeah absolutely or at least
1: or at least claudia
0: gray's qui-gon yeah yeah no i because don't think oh, the phantom menace there's a, quite a difference yeah um and how old is obi-wan during this time he's like 17 <sighs> i'm sorry <laughs> yes he's 17 okay correct I did math in my head. So he's like 25 in The Phantom Menace? Or is he a little bit younger? Oh, shit. Well, Kobe. whatever. He, well, you want to be exact, I'm sure.
1: On <laughs> Kenobi.
0: No, I don't care about his TV show. I know that's happening. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's being directed by an Asian woman, by the way. Woo! Well, oh, Debra Chow. <laughs>
1: um yeah so Obi-Wan was born in 57 BBY the book takes place in 40 BBY uh Phantom Menace takes place um um (laughs) it takes place no I can't find it I'm upset I
0: can't fucking find it
1: why can't I find out when fucking in the invasion of Naboo? Well, what good are you for, Wikipedia?
0: We'll just say he's like 24, 25, because I think that's how old he is. He's like old for a Padawan. And 32 BBY. So that. So 57 minus 32 is 25. Oh, sweet. Look at my brain. It works sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I need to trust it. He's
1: 25?
0: <laughs> that's crazy.
1: He's older than me? You're not
0: 25 yet?
1: No. Holy shit. Not until March. Do you know what a Tamagotchi is? Yes, I... Uh, bitch.
0: Okay, I'm just got I a sure. fucking
1: Tamagotchi. <laughs> <laughs> How <laughs> dare you? Okay, boomer.
0: <laughs> I was waiting for you to say something like that. Oh, my God. Um. What were we talking about? Why did we? Why did we want? Why did I want to know how old he is? I totally lost my turn of thought. Because that. he's old. I don't know. Um, People are yelling at us right now. I have no idea why I was asking that question. Wow. Okay. Um, okay. Moving on. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you do all that? No. Wow. <laughs> For nothing. Uh, <laughs> Um. Wow, I can't believe he's twenty five. Anyway, um, it. I find it interesting that Qui Gon is like super, like, like anti slavery. He wants to get involved and like change the world. <laughs> and then like on in the Phantom Menace, like he's like, oh, can't free, just have to free Anakin because he didn't come here to free slaves. Yeah, because midi chlorians. <laughs> like
1: <laughs> it's very yeah. strange. What I, what I, happened in the eight years, Qui Gon?
0: I feel like he was obsessed with the prophecies like like it made him. Okay, so I was like thinking about comparing him to like like an ascetic monk or something where they just like Mm. sit and meditate all day. And all they think about is like, you know, super meta things and, you know, don't like kind of close themselves off to the outside world. And I feel like Qui-Gon gets to that point because of these prophecies, because he like Mm. realizes like. Oh yeah, because he starts to really give a lot of credence to them by the end of the book. Yeah, um, and it's very interesting that Dooku is the one that like introduced him to all of this, yeah. and it makes me wonder like what would have happened if he would have lived, like if Dooku came calling and was like, "Check this out." <laughs> <laughs> Dooku came and knocking and was like Ey. And Qui-Gon would be like, hey, I found this boy. Like, he fits this prophecy. And then Dooku would be like, oh, shit, we can't have that. Like, <laughs> kill the boy. <laughs> yeah, and it'd be like this whole thing. Like, that's before he kills me. Right? <laughs>
1: Which he does. Um, I, can we, I know this is about Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan, but I, I, I kind of like, the prophecies are interesting. They are. I've pulled up a list of the prophecies um, and the first one that I was like was uh, she will she who will be born to darkness will give birth to
0: darkness. I know people were associating that with Leia. Yes.
1: But I also don't like the idea that she was born to darkness because Padme was not dark. Fuck off. Yeah.
0: But then the other one
1: is like with a Kyber that is not Kyber shines forth. The time of prophecy will be at hand which is some
0: I don't know, important part of Master and Apprentice. Yeah, because the, uh, the the kids that were once industrial slaves mm-hmm. <laughs> found the Kyber that's not Kyber or whatever. Well, there was one more that was like... What was it? <gasps> There's one about eggs. There is? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
1: uh, Rage theory coming to my- life. <laughs> oh my god, no, it's perfect. Okay. Only through sacrifice of many jedi will the order cleanse the sin done to the nameless. The danger of the past is not past but sleeps in an egg. When the oh. egg cracks it will threaten the galaxy entire when the force itself sickens past and future must split and combine. A chosen one shall come forth born of no father and through him will ultimate balance in the force be restored.
0: It's totally about Rey. It's about Rey. <laughs> rake Rag. it's it's maul and kira's offspring yes Rag, Rag. if you don't know what we're talking (laughs) about you need to add teaspoon of nutmeg on twitter
1: yes please please (laughs) at meg talking about the eggs in master and apprentice because i doubt she's read this book because it's not probably
0: not her stee's no but i bet if you told her there was like an egg prophecy she would go and read it (laughs)
1: If you told her the chosen one prophecy is
0: about eggs, yeah, <laughs> <sighs> oh, yeah these are super fascinating. I wonder where Cla- if Claudia Gray wrote those or if she got those Ooh. from the story group. That's a good question. And like, cause like, I feel if like every- so,
1: if she wrote them, does she know about Rake? Mm,
0: did she see it on the <laughs> internet <laughs> in Ao3? <laughs> oh my god oh how embarrassing well. are there a lot of reg fix out there i don't know rag. i just kind of assumed that meg wrote one to be honest <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um so i i find it interesting that qui-gon's master was dooku because um mm-hmm. for many reasons but also the implications that like maybe he would have joined him because I don't know, like, but, but also, I like, got had a lot of like hero worship he for uh, Dooku. <laughs> like the egg is coming from Maul, I know it. <laughs> this it man, he must kill me so that Reg <laughs> <can> live. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> he sacrificed himself for the greater good of the prophecy. Oh my god! Oh wow! <laughs> What if Ray doesn't have a mother?
1: Of course she does. It's Kira. Kira fertilized the egg.
0: She didn't know her. Did she know Maul? Can you imagine being like, this is your father? <laughs> <laughs> he comes back to life again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Yes, I dropped you off in the desert. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Obi-Wan was supposed to come pick you up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my god! Oh, Obi Wan and, and Maul killed. co-parenting <laughs> Ray. <laughs> Someone write the fic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Obi Wan and Maul co-parents. What the fuck was I talking about?
0: I <laughs> I'm sorry. This episode is all over the place. My beer is. We were up. talking
1: about the prophecies and if Claudia Gray wrote them or if oh, the yeah, Grey yeah. wrote them.
0: Um, because you know like when they when, you know when they do like the novels and stuff like that especially when they're released before films I feel like they do some type of tie-ins usually like even if they're super subtle even if it just like mentions a character's name or something like uh, you know mm-hmm. for example princess Leia Princess of Alderaan talks about uh, what's her name um, Amilyn Holdo mm-hmm. like that was like even though like the story really wasn't about her at all or anything having to do with the last jedi like well i guess it did because they went to crate but whatever um (laughs) so there's like tie-ins like that so i wonder if like she was given this information because like some of the prophecies still have to do with stuff that's going to be going on like in the rise of skywalker
1: interesting very interesting Hmm. can talk about the Phantom menace
0: yeah we should
1: I don't like Qui-Gon in The Phantom Menace. No, he's a dick.
0: I and so hate is Obi-Wan. Him. They're both dicks. Yeah, like, they're both kind of assholes. You're right. They're, like, super racist. Like, they're just, like, Obi-Wan's, or Qui-Gon's, like, super dismissive of Obi-Wan. But then, I don't know. Obi-Wan's also this a is dick. The
1: thing is, I, is I want to call them very out of character. But this is, well, okay, so for Obi-Wan, not so much. So, Obi-Wan, this could be out of character for him. Mm-hmm. But, like, this is the introduction of Qui-Gon. We didn't yeah. know who the fuck this guy was until then. And, like, after reading Master and Apprentice, like, it feels very out of character for him. Because I feel like, yeah, man, it's just so much better when men in Star Wars are written by women.
0: Yeah. Not Absolutely. Absolutely. And just, like, how dismissive Qui-Gon was of Padme. like. Yeah. I don't know there's a lot of things like so much like if we're looking at this as like continuity wise like this is one timeline written by all the same people (laughs) (laughs) Um, like what the fuck happened to him to make him so jaded and just like super hyper focused I mean that's it like he was super hyper focused on the prophecy stuff yeah Jess (laughs) oh no
1: anyway this is the Abby show now because Jess is gone. You like jazz? Because, uh... I do. Um, Do you like Christmas movies? Because I do. And, um... Oh. Uh, but Christmas movies are good. Because I, um... Made a podcast with my friend Emma of sapphic skywalkers there's jess what the fuck what <laughs> the fuck happened it just like kicked me out and it like didn't give me the option to reconnect i was like i don't know what to do it's okay i was plugging rose <laughs> till christmas day <laughs> anyway really i started weird. a podcast with emma of sapphic skywalkers called rose till christmas day it's coming on our feed and the sapphic skywalkers feed so if you like christmas movies
0: look at that anyway <laughs> great plug good good to have i was you. like uh Welcome so here.
1: y'all like christmas <laughs> <Such> an <opportunity>. <laughs> anyway why <laughs> god sucks in the phantom menace <laughs> yeah he does asshole. and so yeah and so like reading this book it made me like soften to him but here's the thing because if i went and back if i (laughs) this is a mess
0: (laughs) we clearly have not podcasted together in a while because we like don't know what we're doing (laughs) who are you
1: (laughs) (laughs) if i went and watched the phantom menace again I feel like I would still be like, well, I hate this. Qui- I hate Qui Gon. But then if I went and reread Master and Apprentice, it'd be like I like Qui Gon because it, it's two totally different Qui Gon's. It really
0: is. Um, this Qui Gon is fascinating. I, he's still kind of a mess. Like, he's like not a good master, and he like doesn't treat Obi Wan very well, which kind of hurts my feelings. And he's just like kind of a fanatic, but he's also just like big hippie he like doesn't want to do any of this he just wants to like go do his own thing and he keeps getting like bothered by (laughs) all of this stuff and it's like he's like oh god they need me again it's like dude kind of why you're in this but i mean he could go and be like a Joe, you know madame jocasta and just go hang out with the plant i wonder if he would have been happier that way. maybe and he probably wouldn't have gotten obsessed with the prophecies and he wouldn't have ended up dead (laughs) well this is like this is when i think
1: i wrote (laughs) i wrote in the notes for phantom menace that obi-wan gets more daddy issues because like the second qui-gon meets anakin he's just like who the fuck is obi-wan i've never met this man in my life i wouldn't even know what he looked like if i saw him walk in a room (laughs) like
0: Well, at the beginning of the movie, he's like, you're not ready. Like, you still have a lot to learn. And then by the like by the time he means Anakin, he's like, you're ready to, to, to you're ready for the trial.
1: Like, honestly, and especially after now that we know as like what's gone on in Master and Apprentice and like Obi-Wan's kind of already had these issues of inadequacy when it came to Qui-Gon and not feeling like he was enough for him. Like all of a sudden, this nine-year-old little shit comes along who can fly the vroom vroom really fast. Qui Gon's all over him and wants him to be his apprentice, and he's like Obi Wan, who?
0: Yeah, it's, it's so it's so it,
1: awful. As, you know, like seeing Qui- uh, Obi Wan's reaction to Qui Gon dying is painful. Like you and McGregor mm-hmm. ac- knocks the m- axe his fucking face off, and like, Obi-Wan's, like, holding him and crying because here is his father figure dead on the floor, or dying on the floor, and you know what Qui-Gon says to him? Not, Mm -hmm. thank you, not I love you, not you were, like, a son to me, not you were great, you can do this, you uh, can be a master, it's train the boy. Fuck off. (laughs) Like, (laughs) honestly... Be worse. Like <laughs> And I think, and then he he can't even, like,
0: deal with it, like, because no. he's just
1: dead. So he's like, I have to do what my master I have to, says this is his last wish. And, like, Qui-Gon's not, uh, Obi-Wan's not ready for it. And he's no. certainly not ready for a maladjusted child to come into his life. What was Yoda thinking? It's Yoda's world and we just, it's not his circus, not his monkeys.
0: All right. I'm starting to understand why you feel the way you feel. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding, but it still doesn't change my mind because I still like <laughs> Sad Jedi. <laughs> oh my God. But then it's like, it's weighing on Obi-Wan for the rest of his
1: fucking life. That he has to train the boy. That was his dying master's wish. They finally got a good relationship. And then Qui-Gon fucks it all up again. And Obi-Wan's like, I have to live up to it. And Qui-Gon's biggest thing in the the last eight years of his lives was these prophecies. And then Anakin fails the prophecy of being the chosen one. And joins the Sith instead of destroying them. And Obi-Wan probably thinks it's
0: his fault oh yeah and And so he spends all his time in the desert blaming himself and tearing himself apart over it and it's awful Mm -hmm. and probably still mourning Qui-Gon because he probably didn't have a chance to do that because he was too busy fucking around with this annoying kid no like well and like like then
1: having all (laughs) these having a focus on the prophecies in this book I think gives a lot more weight that art this line already had The most amount of weight in all of Star Wars, if you were the chosen one, you were supposed to destroy the Sith, not join them. Of like, Mm -hmm. you were my master's dying wish. Yeah, I failed him, and now I failed you. (laughs) Obi Wan.
0: Obi Wan.
1: (laughs) This is where I cry. (laughs) In the notes, it says this is where Jess cries, so Jess is allowed to cry right now.
0: (laughs) God, poor sad baby.
1: A lot of that, oh. a lot of, like, a lot of... Ugh, I have differing opinions. I love Obi-Wan, at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I love Obi-Wan. I don't like Obi-Wan for lying to Luke. That no. really fucking grinds my gears. Obi-Wan fucked
0: up in Well, that you know aspect. why he did that? It was because he was communing with Qui-Gon and in communication with Yoda, so who's being influenced by their bullshittery.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, if you've seen... <laughs> The Lego Star Wars shorts. What? You've seen the Lego Star Wars shorts. You will know that Qui-Gon he yelled at Yoda and Obi-Wan for not telling Luke the truth.
0: Oh, really? That's really funny. <laughs> uh, Good. He, oh, now he gets his sense and is like, he, oh, yes. like, he can look beyond the prophecies and look see human beings in front of him. Okay. Good lord.
1: Uh, I'll good have to find time. that clip and I'll Please? post it on the page. It's in uh, the no, Yoda no, 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 no. Chronicles. I'll post it on our Twitter.
0: <laughs> Man, I really need to watch all the Lego stuff. Well, I never, like, imagine, really got
1: into it. Imagine having an entire streaming service where you can do just that. Tomorrow,
0: Disney Plus launch. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: <in> this <that> episode <laughs> is brought to you by Disney Plus.
0: I think the main reason why Master and Apprentice made me question like how I felt about Qui-Gon is because of the quote. Yeah. Because everything that he does is just misguided and he gets, you know, he, he can't see the big picture sometimes or he just like refuses to see the big picture or he sees the big picture and he's shut down, um, which is not his fault. Um But then he says this quote, Mm -hmm. it's in this conversation
1: with rail ever Yeah. Yeah. I guess they're just talking. I think they're, they're talking about the prophecy um, of bringing balance to the force because both of them were trained by Dooku. They both are well aware of this prophecy and rails Mm -hmm. going on
0: and And I have like, it doesn't matter what we do. Right.
1: I have the Goodreads quote.
0: He's like, it would mean I have it screenshot. Oh well (laughs) fuck me, I guess. You can i want you to read it though, because I like when you read things. Oh wow, okay.
1: (laughs) She likes when I read things. Um (laughs) Anyway, in Rail's conversation, he's like, It would mean the darkness would just be as strong as the light, so it doesn't matter what we in the end, hey, it's a tie. Doesn't matter what size we side we choose. And then Qui Gon says, It matters. It matters which side we choose, even if there will never be more light than darkness, even if there can be no more joy in the galaxy than there is pain. For every action we undertake, for every word we speak, for every life we touch, it matters. I don't turn toward the light because it means someday I'll win some sort of cosmic game. I turn toward it because it is the light. I have that on my quote of the month board in my office. Yeah, that's how much I like that quote. Even though I hate Qui Gon
0: <laughs> I have this screenshot at two in the morning, <laughs> so I was clearly reading this very late. That quote just like speaks to me on so many levels. Yes, it's like this is why you have to keep fighting, like in real life, yeah. like yeah. against things that are awful, like white supremacy and capitalism Mm -hmm. and colonialism like this is why it's not because like you get woke points or because you're doing it to look good for some reason or because you're even gonna get anything out of it you're doing it because it's the right thing to do
1: (sighs) and see that he says this and he doesn't live this no no so this is why i have two very different qui-gons in my head there is george lucas qui-gon who sucks and we hate him and there's Claudia Gray Qui-Gon, who we love and yeah. respect in this household.
0: Yeah. Um, the rest of that page, I want to read real quick because I don't know if it's on your good reads. No, I'm not good enough. So <laughs> <laughs> <Apparently not. laughs> um, So Rail turns off his lightsaber um, because the contest wasn't completely over. And he says, you've made mistakes, Qui-Gon. You've touched darkness. And he says, yes, I have. No doubt I will again. This isn't a choice we make once and walk away from. Mm. It's the work of a lifetime. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Fuck. That's profound-ass shit. Right? that Claudia Gray write Star Wars all the time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Goddamn. Like...
1: I think I'm gonna go on my bullshit and be like a lot of this really reminds me of things that you that are explored in the good place.
0: <laughs> I still need to watch it.
1: Because I was listening to The Good Place the podcast, uh as I was driving home from the airport after dropping Lynn off and it's just like talking about how we just keep pushing to try and do the right thing, even though it's not gonna win us anything. It's just we do it because it's the good thing to do. Yeah. And we keep doing it and it's hard. It's hard to be a good person sometimes. It is the work of a lifetime. Yeah. It'd be so much easier just to be an asshole, just to be like yeah. cynical. I mean, like there's we have a heavy dose of cynicism on this pod. Don't get us wrong.
0: <laughs> but like <laughs> but we're cynical towards the bullshit that we're fighting against, yes. not towards yeah. like the good shit that right. we want to see in the world.
1: Right. It's so it would be so easy to just lie down. It's the it's that good old Hamilton quote, living uh dying is easy, young man living is
0: harder. Yeah, and it just really like I feel like I'm upset at Claudia Gray for giving Qui-Gon this quote mm. because it gives me it makes it hard for me to be just be like, Oh, fuck off when he says when he's the one who says something like this that's so fucking profound right. and so applicable to like our real life. Right.
1: But then it's like so infuriating when you get to the Phantom Menace and he's like, I didn't come here to free slaves. And it's like, okay, but then what the fuck was the whole point of your last giant mission with Obi-Wan? What the fuck kind of person? What the fuck kind of Jedi are you? If you're not going around wanting to free people, I just don't understand. I don't This is why I get angry with the Jedi for their laissez-faire approach to parts of the galaxy. It's like, oh, we don't, you know, it's part of their culture. Like, okay, but it's slavery.
0: Oh, no. Now Abby's gone. I don't have anything to plug, so I'm just going to sit here and wait. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is up with Discord tonight? Good Lord. Yay!
1: Hey! (laughs) What is up with Discord tonight? I don't know. (laughs) Discord, why... You were supposed to record us, not betray us. <laughs> what were we talking about?
0: <laughs> you were talking about oh, this- how you could be a fucking Jedi. How can you be a and- fucking Jedi
1: and be okay with slavery? I just don't understand. I don't
0: understand, bitch. Like it's like liberals like being like no we need the police neo liberals like no we need the police it's like
1: no we are missing more, the point more women police <laughs> shut up fuck the police yeah. end the police yeah. yeah I don't know maybe maybe one of you Jedi fuckers can explain it to me though the the those of you who fucking love the Jedi like love the Jedi order not individual Jedi. Like you, you want to fuck the Jedi Order? Explain to me how you can be a Jedi and be like, I'm not here to free slaves, like some motherfucker.
0: Or telling someone that you sent on a mission not to get involved with slavery that's happening on the planet from a corporation. It's not like it was a culture. It was a corp. Corporations are not culture. <laughs> Yoda is a capitalist. Oh my god. <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> um, yeah, like this. I already had issues with the Jedi Order, but this book just made me so much more frustrated yep. with everything. Yep. Like, how can you like, obviously, like Qui-Gon learned that. I mean, it's probably innate just because of the type of person he is at this point, because that changes Um, mm-hmm. in the Phantom Menace or, you know, between this time and the Phantom Menace. But like that. Came from somewhere. So clearly, like, they're teaching their Jedi, like, you do the right thing because it's the right thing. Like, you don't mm-hmm. do it from for some other motive. But they're not teaching them the right thing to do. No, <laughs> like,
1: no in, in, in that respect, <laughs> it reminds me so much of religion, which is kind of what the Jedi Order yeah. is in the first place. I was actually while Lynn was in town we were actually having a lot of really kind of cool conversations about like um our journeys in in faith and in religion and the differences between like the Mormon church and the Catholic church um and also the Baptist church cuz Lynn was raised Bap- Baptist and then rebelled and joined Mormonism <laughs> which I love I know right <laughs> but like one of the things that we were talking about that uh, this was one of my big things of like why we were talking about how we can't get behind the idea of uh serving a god that we're supposed to be afraid of like neither of us can get down mm-hmm. with that because in our heads it's you you're serving a god that you love and loves you because if you're doing all of your good things out of fear and Because if you're serving a God that you fear, you're only doing good things because you're scared of them and you want to get to heaven. Yeah. And so like,
0: it's like a transaction versus. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so under the idea of a serving a God that you love and who loves you in return, you're doing good things because of the love that you are feeling. You're doing good things because you are influenced to be a good person and not looking for the credit of it. Or looking to get into heaven. You do it because it's the light. Mm-hmm. And so this idea of like. A transactional relationship with the force.
0: Yeah. And the Jedi. I hate it. I know. I know. Um, it's a big commentary. Mm-hmm. Let's say.
1: We got to have our religion in Star Wars
0: episode one day. We really do. Um Oh, Jess, no!
1: <laughs> Why? <laughs> Do y'all like Jess? <laughs> oh my god. I already plugged my other podcast. I'll plug Jess's pod- other podcast. So Jess is... <laughs> uh, Jess is the host of another pro- uh, podcast called Project Tahiti where her and our friend Jared uh, go through every episode of uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And and they break it down, and I don't know what else they do, because I'm sorry, y'all, I haven't watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and I would like to watch that before I start listening to the pod, so I will once Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is done, which I think is soon. But anyway, Jess is texting me that it's Discord fucking hell, um, so we'll, we're just gonna wait for her to come back in. What do you call cheese that's not yours? Nacho cheese. But um Jess, please enter in a laugh track here. You know, sometimes when I think about Star Wars, I'm just tired now. Does anybody else feel that way? Good, glad, glad, glad to, glad to hear it. Because sometimes it's not a good thing to make one thing all the times. It's not a good thing to make one specific thing your life. You need to reach out, dip your toe in other things, if you would. I e, I don't know. I stopped caring as oh, like I love Star Wars, and that's it. Like, I'm not, like, every moment of my waking hour needs to be about Star Wars. And this is coming from a lot, from somebody who has a fucking Star Wars podcast. Jess is yelling at me that Discord won't let her in. But maybe this is a good thing, Jess. Maybe this is a thing that we all need to learn. (laughs) That we need to not get so attached to Star Wars. (laughs) I've talked about it before in a previous episode where maybe episode 9, maybe I hate episode 9, and maybe other people hate episode 9 and you know what? That's okay. Because at the end of the day, what I've gained from this journey, i gain gained from being a Star Wars fan was friends. And here's Jess, my friend. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just had a full-on conversation with myself <laughs> while you were gone. <laughs> I'm glad you were entertained because that was bullshit again. Oh my god what were we talking about that we have to do our religion episode i wrote it down this time
1: oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh technical difficulties the podcast
0: lord all right um do you have any concluding thoughts about obi-wan or the jedi order or yoda or oh well okay
1: (laughs) Uh, in, in that order one I do love Obi-Wan. He just makes mistakes sometimes, but everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has those days. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Everybody gets that way. Mm-hmm. Two, the Jedi Order fucking sucks. Three, Yoda sucks big dicks and balls. Four, Qui-Gon, I have mixed feelings about you because I don't like George
0: Lucas Qui-Gon. I love Claudia Gray Qui-Gon. Jess, how about you? <laughs> um. I love Obi-Wan. He is my, my, my soft boy that did make mistakes but he just wanted to be friends with Anakin and he wanted things to go the right way and he was totally uh not given the tools to help that situation and that is mostly Qui-Gon and Yoda's fault and that leads me into my feelings about the Jedi Order which they fucking suck um they turned into this essentially a political system that they were already going down this path before Sidious had any manipulation going on. So it's their fucking fault anyway. It's not that they were manipulated into this; like they were already there. Um, yes, Yoda. I don't like this Yoda. I don't think I like. I don't think I I like Yoda until um, Revenge of the Sith. I feel like. Hmm. I like him sometimes in Clone Wars. Like there's some. I I feel like. He gets humbled in Revenge of the Sith, and the line that he has, like, we failed, like, just really hits me, because I think in that moment, he's like, oh, this is all my fault. <laughs> <laughs> and he's right. And he's right, in a big way. Um I think even before that, he he figures that out once him and Mace and I mean once Anakin comes to them and is like oh the the Sith is Palpatine and they're like oh why didn't we see this, um, but um, seeing him be humbled and I think just that sad Jedi thing that I love so much is <laughs> <it's> like he <laughs> he just like fucks off into the jungle because i think in some way he just doesn't know what to do Mm. (laughs) and that's super Mm -hmm. relatable um so i don't know that's i i have mixed feelings about yoda because of a lot of because of this book but also other things um and i get it i get it why everybody hates him but i still love him (laughs) Mm. Mm -hmm. and qui-gon same as you um I'm super confused because I love this Qui-Gon. He's just kind of like a bumbling, like, like hippie (laughs) for a long time. Bumbling band of baboons. Yeah. And he just like doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. And he wasn't given the tools to to know how to know what he's doing. And he wants to do the right thing. And then he just gets lost somewhere and turns into Phantom Menace Qui-Gon, who's an asshole. And now we go back to Obi-Wan and how much I love him. (laughs) It's a big circle. But, yeah. um, I'll be curious if we get some Qui-Gon content in the Obi-Wan show. Ooh. Like, if there's Which any then- reckoning with, like, his feelings. Like, maybe he has, like, a rage moment where he's like, fuck you. Like, you set me up for failure. No. Gimme. You know? Yes. I love
1: when we reach the anger stage of the stages of the Kubler-Ross stages of grief. <laughs> because that's me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Angie. U.S. <laughs> our our folks, our listener, our our lousy beautiful towners, <laughs> our lousy beautiful townies. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, U.S. those people. <laughs> uh, what they think of Qui Gon and Obi Wan? Um, and we got to, We got a couple of responses. We also had two roll in while we were recording, so I've got them on my phone. Okay, so Emma. We love Emma in this house. Mm-hmm. Uh Emma said Obi-Wan has never done anything wrong ever. Qui-Gon has really good takes on the Force but lacks social skills to apply them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After our little rant, I think it's a little more complicated than that, but yeah, I could I could see that.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Emma got it in 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 less than
0: half a tweet. Yeah. So, unlike some people, <laughs> um Scott Bandla says the Jedi Apprentice kid books did so much to dimensionalize their relationship. Another example of how the EU added such character depth that was lacking from what we saw on screen in The Phantom Menace. I did not read those, so I don't know.
1: I don't know how much the European Union did for Star Wars, but I'll take your word for it. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, no, did Discord boot her again, or did she really hate that joke? She really hated that joke, y'all. So I'm going to go crawl in a corner. It was a dad joke. And it was. Anyway, Beretta said, Beretta said, one thing is very clear. These two men saved each other. Saved each other. I almost said
0: shaved. Maybe they did that, too. No. <laughs> I don't want know. I don't want to know. <laughs> icky. It might be like a master, like, Padawan bonding no, thing. You no, know? I don't like, like grooming. That. You know? No. He's basically bothering him and teaching him how to be a man. He's got to teach him how to shave, too. Okay, okay. But then that's different than the way it
1: was being mistakenly phrased. Anyways, they saved each other. <laughs> <laughs> Qui Gon saved Obi Wan from a life of obscurity, but training Obi Wan also saved Qui Gon. Obi Wan literally stops Qui Gon from going down the dark side after his lover is killed. If Anakin is his brother, Qui Gon is his dad. Which I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about, Beretta? This is apparently Legends." Okay. <laughs> I
0: didn't know what you were talking about.
1: Either. I was like, "Who's his lover?"
0: I was like, "Shmi." Who knows? Sh- Oh, oh my God. Yeah, we don't deal in Legends It's too much. But yeah, (laughs) that last sentence, I totally feel that. Yes. Dandy says, Obi-Wan, when correct or wrong, legitimately seems to be trying to do the right thing, and I admire him for that. I have to hope, assume, some of that came from Qui-Gon. I feel like... Earth, like Claudia Gray Qui-Gon yes yes yeah <laughs> yeah
1: um Darth Cam has said Qui-Gon was an ideal Jedi hmm <clears throat> and I think <laughs> <laughs> those are some words put in the specific order <laughs> And I think George Lucas created an awesome character, which are also some words put in a specific order. And Claudia Gray really gets who he is as someone who goes against the Jedi flock but still believes in the light. Those are good words mm-hmm. put in a good order. Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan was super dedicated to the Jedi and the light, especially with all the stuff with Satine and Maul. Even after Anakin's fault, he still held on to what the Jedi were. He But he did omit a lot of truth to Luke, so he
0: loses some brownie points for that. I don't know if I agree with um, that. Oh. Do tell. Even after Anakin's fall, he still held on to the wits of... Witch oh,
1: yeah. No, I don't agree with that either. Yeah. I thought you were going to say, he doesn't lose brownie points. And I was like, Jess, we're going to have to fight now. <laughs> I don't
0: want to do this. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, we, we disagree on the same stuff. Okay, okay cool. 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 Um, cool. You, I don't have the other... Uh, yeah, the um, extra two. Gotta
1: um, <laughs> uh, one is from Liam, and Liam says, I love them, but goddamn, guys. And that's that's very succinct and to the point. Mood. Um, I really appreciate that answer. I do, too. <laughs> and then Josh, who is one of my dear friends, Josh said, Obi's journey overall is so damn sad, so naive during his time with Qui-Gon in terms of overall perceptions of the Force and how it works. Thrust into teaching too soon to acquire greater knowledge and suffers from the same sense of, of assuredness that I hate about Yoda. Mm. Josh hates Yoda. I think. <laughs> Josh, you better hate Yoda. Otherwise, the next time I see you, I'm going to meet you in the pit. Does he listen to this podcast? Yes. You have friends that listen to this Josh's- podcast? I do have friends that listen to this podcast. Wow, my own- Josh listens to this podcast and my friends Megan and Ashley listen to this podcast. You know who doesn't listen to this podcast? Chris.
0: Chris. Billy doesn't listen to this podcast either.
1: <laughs> I know. <I> okay. <laughs> you know who also doesn't listen to this podcast enough as, as much as she should? Lynn. Lynn? Lynn Walker from Sapphic Skywalker. <laughs> At Lynny Neal. Hmm. <laughs> it's okay. I, this was this was our point of contention all weekend
0: well speaking of Lynn <laughs> we have a new review Lynn, <laughs> left
1: us, <laughs> Lynn left us a review because she yelled at me she had the audacity to yell at me that I hadn't left a review on Sapphic Skywalkers when neither she nor Danny have left a review on Lousy Beautiful Town
0: at least Danny like pretty regularly listens at least I think he they do. They do. They tweet like they <laughs> do. <laughs>
1: they, they're And you know what else Danny does? Hmm. Danny wakes up absurdly too early after we were all up at 3.30 in the morning drinking and watches a cheesy Christmas movie so that they can listen to my cheesy Christmas movie po- m- <laughs> my cheesy Christmas movie podcast with Emma of Sapphic Skywalkers. So, that's Lynn a true
0: friend right there.
1: It is. That's a friend.
0: Bless Danny. Lynn.
1: <laughs> anyway, Lynn says the title is Abby is peer pressuring me in all capitals and then the body of the review is this is a good podcast.
0: Thanks Lynn. So, was it at least 5 stars?
1: It was 5 stars. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> I wouldn't I'm contractually obligated to re- to read 5-star reviews. Yes, this is true. Um we don't have anything less than five stars. Just saying.
0: <laughs> we're not. <sighs> we're not manipulating that or anything. <laughs> <laughs> I've had too much wine, Jess. <laughs> yeah. My beer is empty and I'm sad. Um, hmm.
1: Anyway, where can the good people find us? Um. Well, where can they find you first? No, the, they need the townies oh, need to, to know townies. where they
0: can listen. You townies can find us on Twitter at LBTpod. You can send us an email at lousybeautifultownpod at gmail.com. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher. And if you're a browser listener, Podbean. Where can people find you?
1: <laughs> I just finished my glass of wine. and bleh. um. You can find me on Twitter. At Abby M. Cecilia. And you can find my other Christmas movie podcast. At Rose Till Xmas Day on Twitter. Please listen to it. Emma and I are very silly and cute and love Christmas. Yay. Yeah. Where can they find you? Christmas time. Christmas time I heard that in the store
0: today and it made me really
1: happy.
0: <laughs> Yay. <laughs> um, you can find me at Space Jess with four S's in the Jess. And I have an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast. Project Tahiti and (gasps) when Disney Plus was doing its beta testing, it was called something else, it was called Disney Play. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. had the highest numbers of watches. Hmm. I, um, when
1: you dropped out, I plugged Project Tahiti. Oh, thank you.
0: (laughs) You're welcome. You're so good at plugging when we're having technical technical. difficulties. I really am. (laughs) I'm I'm shitty, and I was like, I have nothing to say, I'm just gonna wait.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You didn't even say anything.
0: I might have said something, but I don't remember what it was now. But it wasn't anything. I I carried on.
1: I carried on a conversation with our townies. (laughs) Yeah, you are great.
0: (laughs) I am. Thank you. (laughs) All right. And with that, don't use Discord tonight because it fucking sucks. (laughs) Fuck Discord, man. Fuck the Jedi. Fuck everybody. (laughs) Good night.
1: Oh, people are trying to stay up for when Disney Plus drops?